What's up? It's Sammy, the Spanish Gatabara, and you, yes, you, right now, are listening to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling, a Hector's Wrestling World production. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 18 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello, I'm Hector, and I'm here with my tag team partner, Mark. What's going on? What's going on? No trio today, just a duo. No trio. That's what happens when you turn heel and you go against us. You're fired. <laughs> Your future endeavor. <laughs> well, we miss well, you, Ray. Well, there's a couple of things that um that I saw these past couple of days, so it might make me turn heel. So I'll take Raymond's place, but we'll we'll get to it soon. Um, but let's go straight into um SmackDown. We got um, our answers for the number one contender for the United States um, title. It's on Ray versus Santos. Not what anybody was expecting, but that's what we got. You know, <laughs> we might be seeing Santos turn for some type of issue because Ray is probably going to win. Because yeah. Ray versus Theory sounds better than Escobar versus Theory. Yeah. So, so but I, you never know. It could be just because. Just so I'm thinking we were all expecting to follow the LA Knight story, but it looks like we might be getting like the continuation of Ray and Dom Dom, with both of them having titles. If that happens, and it's title versus title, or uh, I'm better than you, or my title is better than yours, Dad, something like that. Well, the funny thing was the promo. I was dying when he goes, "Ray would only be the champion." I said, "I'd be. The, I'm the champion of the entire North America." I kid you not, I lost. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even boo Dominic after a line like that. That was, I was freaking hysterical because he reminded me of like when Kurt Angle called himself the Eurocontinental champion when he won the European and the Intercontinental titles. Yeah. So like he was champion of Europe and the Intercontinental and the Euro Intercontinental. make us a big deal over it. It, it, it adds something funny to it. <laughs> and then um, besides that, what else? We have um, the tribal combat. No rules. Anything goes. Which doesn't look good for Jay unless Jimmy is out of the hospital and has his back. But I don't know what, what happens with that. I mean, do we get it? All the tribal combat. I, I would hope that they're going to change it up a little. Maybe maybe add some of the elders at ringside, like having Zika, uh, having Rikishi, having some of those guys. That would be kind of cool if that's what they're going to do. Yeah, because they're the ones supposedly ask for this. So The elders asked for it. Yep. So, like I said, a little twist right there. So, and we we've said it before: The Rock has nothing to do. It is SummerSlam, and honestly, man, that'd be actually be pretty. But I, like, I can see the Rock. Sure. I, I can see the Rock showing up and not even having anything to do with the Bloodline, which would be stupid. But yeah, I could just see him going after Grayson. Grayson Walker. Yeah, he. he I, I don't know if you've been following him, but um, on Twitter. And he's been doing little side interviews everywhere, and he just keeps on shouting out The Rock and telling that The Rock um, has an open invitation. And The Rock has answered him, I think, twice already on Twitter. So Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. To, to, but if you're going to have The Rock at SummerSlam, the only way he should be involved in any kind of way is in that, tri- that tribal that, uh, the tribal combat. No, I I, I I agree with you, but I'm thinking long term. Let's let's just say like I'm the Rock, supposedly, whatever. And I'm thinking, okay, I, I could show up to, to to um SummerSlam, but I can't give you no future commitments because I don't know how long the strike is gonna take. If the strike ends next month, then I'm gonna be back to work by September. So I I don't want to be stuck in a storyline that's gonna end up in April and I can't do it. So yeah, yeah but you could still. He doesn't need to be a part of a WrestleMania, so he just be there. To be as, as one of the people like looking over, and it, it, that's not, you know what I mean, like you don't have to. You, you can't have him just there, and that's it. As long as he's, as long as he's still in shape, and he looks like the Rock, the, people are not gonna just want him to stand there <laughs> as an elder. Like, what if he looks rough? And what if he looks like he's like decrepit? That 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 that's the only way it's going to be accepted. If he if he comes in in a wheelchair or a body cast because he he's crazy, he got injured on a movie set, God forbid. But yeah, that's the only way people are going to be like, okay, he can sit there and just nod his head and, and give his approval. But if he comes in looking all pumped up, reins popping and all of that, and him doing his little um step to the side and all of that, people are expecting him to jump in that ring, not just nod his head. I, I have a great way to include the rock, but I have the rock there. If, if for 
example, the Roth were hypothetically facing Roman down the road. I don't think this will ever happen, but this is actually a really cool way to do this. The Roth would actually Rikishi gets involved and screws Roman to help his son win the title, right? Gets involved, you know, figures out a way to get involved. And his line is, I did it for The Rock. <laughs> I'm telling you, it'll be great. Because then it's like, what? You know, is Roman, you know, the new the tribal, you know, the new new head of the table. And wait a second, he did it for The Rock. This sounds familiar. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think that's pretty cool. It was. He's and a, then Roman he... the crap out of Rikishi for like a bloody pole, whatever, which then forces The Rock to come. You know, that'd be great. He's always doing it for The Rock. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, besides that, I'm, I'm going to move on to Collision. This is where I'm going to kind of... Oh, oh, no, go to Collision yet. Okay. One other Shoot. news. Shoot. Um, with Morgan's injury. I don't... So, they're saying that it could be up until the end of the year. She could be out. Okay. You know how you, how you feel about Cassidy? That's my feelings for Liv Morgan. I don't know, I'm just remember we're just getting <laughs> no, 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 no. I, hey, I, I'm sure people. It's, there's a lot of the people concerned. On the planet, so I feel that, and I wish her all the best and speedy recovery because she's always been great to the fans, great to everybody, and I hope she gets better. So does that mean we get real so real versus um Raquel? Oh, 100. I hope so because, like I said, right now there's no match for real, and it feels like it's gonna be another pay per view. Or big event without her fighting. Well, Raquel is the biggest threat for Rhea. Yes. Period. Well, uh, NXT Raquel. Oh, they can they can get this Raquel to be NXT Raquel. No, if no, they I, really. If, if, if they go that direction, yeah. If we, we just get this Raquel right now that she's all happy in and happy with Liv Morgan and all that, I I see Rhea walking right over her. I don't care how tall she is or how her back <laughs> muscles look. But if we get the badass Rhea, oh. then yeah. Wait a second. I, I don't know how she does that with her back. Like she just like goes to the music and it just goes in, and I'm like, oh my god! Like it, I, it, I, it, I, I I might be able to do that with my stomach a little bit, but that's about it. It, it, no, it, it it's a it's a normal um, bodybuilding pose, and it just it's just weird because now now there's more time for wrestlers to be free. Before it was like their, their schedule was crazy; they're always on the road. So, but I noticed when their wrestlers injured, they come back always looking in their best shape. How back? In, back in the day, in NXT time of the day, was sick. And now I feel like it's just a little slacking. But there's no real excuse because you have enough time to work out. So I never understood that. Like, you have, your TV time, you should always look perfect. But, yeah. But I see her back look amazing. And then sometimes it looks like, okay, it looks okay. And But my, my thing where I'm trying to go with is if that's what you're known for and you're always going to be posing their back, then it should be top of the line. That was just my little muscle story right there. Okay, um, Collision. Just um, real quick. I don't know if you saw um, the match with the Acclaim. But it ended with um, daddy-ass Billy Gunn taking off his boots. And it looks like he was like tearing. So, is he gone? Was it part of the story? I don't know. I, I think that it probably was a like an in-ring retirement. I'm sure we're going to see him still. But I think that probably was an in-ring retirement match. And you know what? Good for him. If that's the case, you know, I mean, the guy at 59 years old looked better than half the roster. Yes. Could work better than half the roster. And probably, I, this, this is, this is going to be very argumentative here, but almost near the same popularity as he did with the X. Mm-hmm. You know, he has more popularity than ever when he was a smoking gun, that's for sure. Or yeah. Rockabilly. That is, that, that is true. Yeah, I just, I don't know if it was scripted or whatever, because I know um, members of the claim was trying to get his attention so he could leave the ring, but he was in his own, doing his own thing of taking off his laces. So, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till next week of Collision. See, another story for Raymond. And see what happens with that. But on um, the tag team match now, now I'm going to sound like Raymond, which was CM Punk, Darby Allin, uh, help me out here. They fought uh, Ricky Starks and Christian. Christian. Christian and his turtleneck. I don't. don't I, oh my god! I, I love it. <laughs> I'm not understanding where the sleeveless turtleneck comes in. First, when he first did it a couple of weeks ago, I thought maybe his luggage got lost, and that this is what he came up with. But no, this is his style—a sleeveless turtleneck. I don't know. It's, 
amazingly hysterical because you want to boom because he looks so ridiculous. I love it. It looks like, I guess, like a comedy movie where the guy's trying to hide a hickey. So he's wearing a turtleneck when it's like 100 degrees outside just so he can hide the hickey. But Is the proper term called a diggy for that? Or am I wrong? I, I don't know. I think it's hickey. I've never heard of diggy. Any, anyone that's listening to this podcast that is an aficionado on turtlenecks, can you please tell me if it's referred to as a diggy that Christian had? Um, because I feel like on Big Bang Theory, Howard Wallowitz referred to his turtleneck as, as a dicky, and I just want to make sure that we're on the same page because it makes it even funnier that if it actually is a dicky, because now it's Christian, so it makes it even funnier. <laughs> so anyway, so with the <laughs> tag team match, I felt it was too long. Like I was watching, like when is this going to end? Especially when it so, was uh, just a match that was just built up that in the beginning of the show, like oh, I don't like you, I don't like you, I'm gonna be with you. Let's do this tonight. Okay, great. And the match was started out good, but it was just like all these false finishes and everything. It was I don't know. I just the chemistry was a little off for them because they just put them together, and I just thought that that match was way too long. So I'll be honest. I again, I, I said this in previous podcasts. I go to YouTube for the clips. Okay. So the clip was only I think like nine minutes long or whatever. It wasn't that long, so I didn't see the full match. So. I went by the pacing of what they gave me, and I thought the match was great for what it was. Yes. Okay. Now, when you saw it live, and you saw it for it dragged, I'll take your word. For yeah. If, if that's the version you saw, and it was only nine minutes, then yeah, you got the you got the best of a long twenty something minute match. Yeah. Oh, if it was more than twenty minutes, I would have been. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want long matches unless there's an actual reason. For yeah, it. that's what I'm trying to say. There was no reason besides, which I'm starting to notice. Eight, um, collision. It's a story by itself. It starts off. With a mini story and it ends on the end of the show, so whatever it starts off with, it's like okay, I hate you, you hate me, I'm the best, prove it. We're gonna prove it tonight. Boom. Okay. Just that. That's the, just I like Collision so much better than I am. I like me Collision by far the superior show. Yeah, because these in Collision, like I said, for, in the beginning of the show, we know why these guys are gonna have a match in the main event. They they did their little skit in the in the ring, and now I see you tonight or later on the show, whatever. And Dynamite, it'll be like, next week, um, Christian will fight some Japanese guy in a mask. Why? No, no reason. He He's just yeah. here. <laughs> That's it. Random uh, Shingo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy. I know him. There was another random guy on, on last Dynamite. I forgot his name, too. I, Gravity? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That could have been a spot for anybody else. But they just keep on bringing these guys in. I don't know. It's the wide name Gravity. <laughs> anyway. Um, let's go to Raw for a minute. And that's um, Kevin Owens was injured. So now the tag team titles are up in the air, basically. They won't be. I think it's a legit injury, too, by the way. Yeah, a legit injury. And supposedly it's his ribs. And he had that for a while. And I guess finally he got the. The word that you cannot be no more on TV and you have to let this heal. So, yeah, there'll be no tag team titles on um, SummerSlam. I don't know if they'll forfeit the titles or we'll wait and see. But, yeah. We got more flippy stuff from Ricochet. I mean, we... Uh, I, we got flippy stuff. We got terrible fucking outfit. I, I don't know who that dress what, is. What, what's worse? Ricochet's shirts... Or Christian sleeveless turtleneck. Oh my god, Ricochet shirts! Not even <laughs> Christian. Christian with his turtleneck is at least because he's being like chill. So what do you think? Like, we're gonna go back to Christian because I'm really talking much about Ricochet because he sucks. But sorry, Ricochet, but you do. Um, Christian and Punk going back and forth saying carrying a title you don't even have was one of the funniest things I ever heard because Christian literally said it with a straight face, <laughs> did not break. You see Punk break. You see freaking. Um, what's his name? Freaking Starks break, and you see um, who was Punk's partner in the, in the match? Um, Dar- my God, was it Darby? No, yeah, 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 Darby. <laughs> you see them break because Christian set line straight face. That's why Christian is my favorite heel right now. Come on, anyway, yeah, Ricochet stinks. Okay, next. <laughs> so yeah, um, I just want to see a hardcore Ricochet just for the promos, because trust me, in the match we're going to get those spots where it's going to be like, holy cow. And it's gonna be all over Instagram and YouTube and everything. But just right now, like you, I, I think he super kicked him or something or drop kicked him, whatever. 
jump on top of him and start pounding him, punch him. There's no reason to do a freaking flip and land on him. Yeah, that's just being acrobatic. Yeah. yeah we have Prince Puma. Save, save that for Saturday. So, yeah, that's the only thing I feel. I just want to see a little more aggression from from Ricochet. I don't think we're going to get it. But, um, yep. Yeah. Um, NXT. Um, we could go back and forth, but I just want to NXT. I was, I was kind of happy with the direction Corbin was going. But now he's going to face um, Gable Stevenson because he made his um, decision that he's going to fight for NXT. So I just feel like Corbin's going to go right back down of losing matches and everything unless he somehow w- wins this um, debut match for Stevenson. But I- I'm excited for Stevenson's first match. I mean, listen, I'm not thrilled that... Uh, Corbin basically said to Gable Stevenson. Yeah. But if there's anybody that I want a person for Stevenson to see, because the company's a professional, constantly professional, really good at what he does, it's Baron Corbin. And also, to put the stories together, remember, Baron Corbin retired Kurt Angle. Yep. What better way for Gable Stevenson to start his career against the man who retired? the other Olympic gold medalist wrestler in WWE history. So I'm sure that's how they figured it out. Unless they didn't, then I just, you know, blew their minds for something really to work on here. Right. But it's a story arc. Yeah, I was just hoping that Corbin was going to go on this whole new lone wolf, badass gimmick again. Not just being like the sucker. And I guess we'll find out this Sunday at the pay-per-view. But we shall see. Um, moving on, I guess. Dynamite. Real, real, um, real quick, MJF has told Adam Cole that he will get, give him another title shot. So we'll see where that tag team goes. I'm sure Raymond was disappointed there was no dance-off. <laughs> I, I still say MJF, um, is not the one that turns heel. But, uh, let, let's see where this goes. Also, we have, um, Hook. He's supposedly... Has taken a train, and he's gone. Um, I'm gonna take a guess and say he doesn't return until Grand Slam, which will be in Queens, close to Long Island, and that's when we get the return of Hook. But uh, the Hook thing right now, they screwed him up pretty badly compared to what he could be. Yeah, Jack Perry. I'm trying very difficult to buy this heel, Jack Perry. I'm trying, trying. I mean, it was probably like I'm best to hold this the the STW title, blah blah blah. Um, Jerry Lynn coming out was kind of cool, you know, obviously because ECW. But oh, man, Perry, man, Perry, everything just seems to be a, a miss. Yeah, for all these guys right now. I think it's easier to be a heel, so you just have to make sure they hate you and give them reasons to hate you. He he's on the right track, I guess, because he's acting like a badass and he's not. Um. <laughs> God, he's trying, but yeah. it's not really. And, and, and if not, just stick with the easy stuff. Talk crap about the city you're in. I mean, his new theme song is doing a great job of people booing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a lot easier. You don't have to try that hard to make people hate you. But as long as they're not they're not silent, as long as you're getting some kind of reaction, you're doing something good, I guess. True. Yeah. So um, we're gonna move on to news and rumors, but um, cause there, there's one thing that I heard and it's been irking me, and I, and I wanted to call you and tell you about this, but I was like, no, we're just gonna save this for the podcast. But I'll lead into it. Ooh, uh, <laughs> on, on um, first of all, WWE just got a little more expensive, cause um, Peacock is now eleven ninety nine starting next month. So yeah, I got that. What was the price before that? It was nine ninety nine. So now it's eleven ninety nine. I mean. Listen, I'll be the first to admit, my brother, I use my brother's Peacock account because <laughs> he bought, he's had it forever and he barely used it and he's like, use it? Oh, I want to pay for my own. Hey, for what, um, I, for, what I, for what I use Peacock for and for WWE and all my shows that I watch at NBC, I mean, I hope they don't, they're not listening to me, but I wouldn't mind paying $20. If you're going to get... 
fuck, man. Like, seriously. <laughs> Like, like if, shut up. If you're like, gonna get at more, it's more than like, twelve. It's it's definitely more than twelve pay per views for twenty dollars. Yes, okay, sign me up. Listen, if I if I was paying for Peacock, eleven ninety nine is nothing for what they give because listen, exactly wrestling. There's married with children. There's that seventies show. There's a bunch of movies on there. Two yeah. and a half men. Tons of good shows on there and stuff. Exactly. So anyway, so what I'm, what I'm trying to lead into... Shout out. <laughs> so what I'm trying to lead into, on this Monday, there's going to be a special on Cody Rhodes called American Nightmare Becoming Cody oh, Rhodes. And it's, um from what I see, it looks awesome. It's it's worth eleven ninety nine. Um But anyway, this past week, in, in Atlanta, Georgia, they had a red carpet. And it went the whole full Hollywood red carpet they did it in a, a special screening in a movie theater um close families friends special guests were there and here comes the stuff they were they gave out gift bags the gift bags had a special promo poster of the the, the special of, of the american nightmare signed by cody rhodes and some other Ooh. yeah so he signed each photo they put it in this nice gift bag with some other nice um, merchandise in it, and they gave it out to the, all the all the guests that showed up. Now this, <laughs> Matt Cardona, Matt Cardona was there, Zach Ryder, who was close friends with Cody Rhodes. I don't know if he got permission, or he just snook some, or sneaked some in. But he took extra gift bags and sold them <laughs> sold them on his website for a hundred dollars each. Oh my God. Fucking Cardona. That's great. <laughs> I feel like if he was under a WWE ca- contract, he would have got fired for this. Oh, luckily he's under WWE contract. <laughs> so yeah, um, I I've heard it from I heard this story from Sam Roberts. He was talking about it, and I think he said the story in the nicest way possible. If you listen to the way he explains it, because it definitely sounds like a scumbag move, especially when you like you're already in the business. Supposedly you're big time, and you take extra gift bags and sell them on your websites to fans for $100? I mean, I who am I to say who, who's good, who's bad? I try sometimes hard to like him. This one has like left like a bad taste and I'm just like, yeah, I'm done with him. I don't I don't care if he ever shows up in WWE, I'm done. I don't know. I mean, listen, Cardona says how good he does on the indies with bookings and money and stuff. I guess not because he's freaking taking extra bags. <laughs> sell. I mean, that's something that somebody like, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a decent guy, but if I'm, if I got invited to that, that's probably something I would do is like make an extra, extra buck. I'm not a millionaire. I gotta, I gotta pay my rent. What the hell? You know? Yeah, but that, I mean, I think Mac is pretty good. I mean, his wife is the new tag team champion. Yeah, and you know, he, I mean, and he's in the business. And there's always rumors of him showing up at the next Roy Rumble. Um, that's like uh, um, the referee selling. Supposedly, re- one of the referees was selling uh, event chairs in his furniture store. They they caught him and he got fired. Really? Yeah. So I mean, it. I, I don't know if that's WWE merchandise or Cody Rhodes merchandise. I don't know where that comes from. But yeah, it's just weird things. But yeah, I, I just. Matt Cardona's, he's doing, like you say, he's doing his thing. He's making his money. But, yeah, I just feel like everything is overcharged and everything's about money for, when it comes to him. And, like, I guess that's the way you do good in, in business is always thinking about money. He's, he's, everything is about money, everything now. I mean, let me ask you a question. I'm just, just going to sidebar this a little bit. Did you see the WrestleCon prices for SummerSlam weekend by no. chance? No. I, I, you know what? I guess call me selfish since I'm not going. I didn't even look. Okay. No. So everybody's about money. That's a perfect example. I have never seen prices this ridiculous for talent. It's like freaking 60, 80 bucks for mediocre at best people. And then up and then no talent may charge more for other items like figures. I'm like, are you like, it's, I've never seen anything like this in my life. The the problem is, the problem is, is that it's going to sell out and there's going to be lines outside down the block. Stupid. (laughs) <laughs> They'd rather spend that than freaking get deodorant or actually take care of themselves like normal human beings. And promoters see this and they ain't bugged. That's why Matt Cardona does what he does. This yeah. is going full circle. He knows that he'll put those get back up for a hundred bucks. And within a matter of seconds, some guy freaking 
hasn't showered in since 2019 is going to buy the damn thing. He's selling whenever he does. I think he's done it twice already. He's selling a replica of his crown. It's a plastic crown for $300. And every time he posts it, it sells out. For a replica. A replica plastic crown from his replica of Macho Man's crown. And he it's a plastic replica of his thing that he wears to the ring. And it's $300. This is why people seriously. <laughs> this is a perfect example. My God. So, yeah, that, that's my little story about that. But, yeah, we'll move on from there. Uh, more rumors about Bray Wyatt. But now this time it's um, leading to a story with Cody Rhodes. So if the, if it's true, does it does he show up after the Brock match or does he show up at Raw after? But it's every, there's two big rumors about Bray Wyatt that his um, return is very near, and when it, when he does come, it's a story with Cody. So that's for me, it's interesting because I'm a big Bray Wyatt fan. I, I think a Cody and and Bray program would work good. Yeah, and I think they missed out when they um with um Bray. And um, the Miz and all that, and and other stories like that. Like I want to see like more. To, I, I'm sorry to say, but since they have like children and a wife, like go more towards that. Since you since you have like the Muppets and all that, have like the Muppets show up at the house and all that stuff, and be as creepy as possible. If that's the direction they're going, if we're just getting Bray Wyatt from the Wyatt family, then we could move on from that. Can we see Uncle Howdy break into the house and scare Brandy Rhodes? <laughs> I think that'd be very entertaining. Uh, you know, preferably, preferably Brandy Rhodes, like doing in the middle of like a bikini photo shoot or something. Let's <laughs> add that photo to Cody. No disrespect, but your wife is gorgeous. Congratulations, you've done a very good job, <laughs> kind sir. Another another rumor with LA Knight. He's going to have supposedly he's going to have a segment on SmackDown, and it might lead into a match. So I'm thinking maybe this is just me not running with this rumor, a rumor, a rumor on top of a rumor. Um, if we don't get The Rock to show up for Grayson, maybe LA Knight becomes Grayson's guest, and they have a match. But yeah, just a little. Yeah. I like both guys, but that does nothing for me. Yeah, I know, but I yeah I have no idea what they're gonna do with LA Knight, and um. I think that's going to be the topic we're going to end the show with. So we'll put Ellie Knight to the side. Yeah. Just for a couple of minutes, and we'll go right back to him. Um, Undertaker, I don't know. Once again, these are just rumors. I don't know where they get this information from. But Undertaker is to, um, he's going to be in Detroit SummerSlam weekend, but he has no special engagement. He doesn't have his show that he does. Um, so does he show up at SummerSlam? Why is he there? So there's a good chance he, he's going to be at SummerSlam. Unless he's going to do like a special autograph signing. He has a Legends contract. What happened? He, he has a Legends contract. He's probably doing something for Peacock or something like that. You know, people always look so much into that shit. I mean, he could show up, but personally, you don't really need him to. Yeah, because he usually has his um stand-up that he does. That, uh, I forgot what the name of it is. The, like a one-night stand with a dead man or whatever. But um, that's not um, scheduled for that weekend. It's usually scheduled for every big pay-per-view, but it's not for Detroit. So, But he is stated to be in Detroit that weekend, so we'll see. Um, Tiffany Stratton has said that Charlotte has been a big help in her career. So she's getting some good information, some good tips from Charlotte Flair. And it is, <laughs> it is said it's official, and if it's not official... Then the contract has been uh, written up and waiting for it to be signed by Brian Pillman Jr. to show up at NXT. Be a great fit there. Yeah. I, 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 I felt like he needed more of, um, more like everybody else, Mike skills. Um, his um, story with MJF, I feel like he dropped the ball. And maybe it was just too soon for him to be in the spotlight. Because once again... Um, it's a, the, like the ricochet issue. You have MJF saying really bad things about your dad. He's flirting, talking crap to your sister and your mom, and he just didn't have that rootless aggression. It just—it's like he didn't care. 
Yeah, it just it it it, it wasn't. It's like, oh, okay, this is just a business. He's saying this, blah, blah, blah. This is all a show. No, like, you have to show some kind of emotion. Like, you're talking about my father. He's dead. You're talking crap to my mom who's right there in the front row. I'm going to kill you. And then they had a match, and the match was okay. And I'm going to blame it as it was just too soon for him to be on TV, with the spotlight, and all that. And we missed the opportunity. But hopefully... NXT and WWE and Shawn Michaels and Triple H will take care of that if and give him a nice upgrade. You know, I, I think Tillman, with, again, with the right training, the right background, with the right components, he can be like really good. It's just I think AEW, just like with other guys, dropped the ball because they don't know what to do with three quarters of these guys, and hopefully WWE can help him out a little bit. Do you think um, he keeps the name, or do we do a Braun Breaker? No, I think you, for him, you need to keep the name. I, Personally. I, I, name I would love for him to keep the name. And I would definitely... That's part of the appeal. I would love for Braun Breaker to make it to Raw and, like, give a heart-to-heart interview, a promo, and, and give up Braun Breaker's name. Like, use the Steiner's name. I'm Bronson Steiner. <laughs> like, go go for it. I mean, especially now that we're starting to see um the Steiner Brothers action figures coming out, I'm hoping that mm-hmm. it will somehow lead into... Oh my God, he's a Steiner. Make me proud of that. Same thing with the Rock's daughter. If she ever makes it, let's make make a bigger thing about it. I think the only thing is Rick Steiner's um, anti LGBT or LGBT whatever comments from. That's the only that's gonna possibly derail that. Well, we don't. don't You heard? We don't got talk. Yeah, we don't got talk about his dad. We just talk about his uncle, Big Papa. About this thing about talking about the lineage. That might be the only that might hold him up a little bit, yeah. just because of that. But it's funny because I, I see him and I don't th- even think of his dad. I only see Big Papa Pump, which is crazy. But that's his uncle. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's all I see. I see I see him, and and like sometimes I have to like remind myself. Oh no, that's Rick Steiner's um, son. And I know why this is, and I agree. I see why you make that because he looks more like Scott. Yeah, he sounds more like Scott. You know, he. he this has the same mold as Scott. Yeah, maybe they could do like a, a a match or like who's your real daddy, and do the whole Eddie and Ray thing again. I don't know if you heard that, but literally just a giant lightning bolt from my head just now. Oh, I I, um, had, I had one earlier when the show started. Yeah, just just now. So, um, I, I was like, I we could hear it on your end. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all I have left is my top. Oh no, we have two more things to talk about. So let's just take a, a at least take a, a, break. a nine second count. And then step back into the rain. We'll take a break. (laughs) All right. And we're back. Uh, So, uh, Mark, this is interesting. We got our first um, mail in. Wait, what? (laughs) We got mail. (laughs) You got mail. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like we need to get a little promo, uh, a little advertisement for that. But yeah, it's from um, Danielle. Um, He asks. What do we think about Sylvester Stallone being inducted to the next year's celebrity wing of the WWE Hall of Fame since they're in Philly? Sly in Philly. Um, well, my number one question is, I, I mean, I, I could forgot. I mean, outside, I mean, well, you know what I saw about the Rocky movies? Hogan was in Under Lips and Rocky. Yeah. Um, am I missing any other connection besides that? Yeah, me too. I, I, I thought I missed something. But yeah, there's, besides them being in Philly, that would be the only connection. And I could see um, somehow Cody Cody Rhodes using something from the Rocky movies for his um, his new road to fa- facing well, Roman like again team. as the underdog and using the steps and him, a little training video of him running up the steps and next to the statue. I can see that. Maybe um, a, vo- a voiceover of Stallone, but to be inducted to the Hall of Fame with no um, memories or special moments yet, I, I don't okay, see- I mean, William Shatner got in and he barely did anything. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe after, if, if they just do what I just said, not that they will, but if they do something like that, then maybe we could be like, okay, Stallone kind of guided Cody, but... Yeah. So, I, I mean, one thing to talk about the Hall of Fame real quick in Philly. I mean, isn't it, I would think a lot that Paul Heyman's going to be in the Hall of Fame class. Um, I didn't even think about it. I, I guess because it's it's not, it's not, not near. But um, yeah, why not? 
I can see and that. It, Maybe some punky, man. <laughs> some ECW people. I don't know. And what I think they could do, which would be pretty cool, since we're on the topic, um, it's Philly. Paul Heyman gets in, but they do the ECW way of the Hall of Fame. And, like, you have, like, a special with Heyman where it's, like, Rob Van Dam. Does, you know, Rob Van Dam's already in, but you have yeah. Rob Van Dam lead this group. It's, like, a two-time Hall of Famer. But guys like Sandman and Dreamer and Sabu, like, all those guys. Like, it's, like, a one-off, like, you know, like, a thanks for the memories. Like, that, like, the like you know how they have, like, the, um, my God, but obviously that's the celebrity wing. They have, um, yeah. what was it, um, the legacy wing. There you go, the legacy wing. Got it. Like they would be the same thing with the ECW wing because eventually I think they're eventually going to do some type of hall, physical hall of fame down the road as like a guest thing or something. I wish. And I, th- I think they'll do it because they're getting so much from the Most Wanted Treasure show. I'm, t- I'm yeah. sure you, you've watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be small. I think it'd be a great thing. So although Stallone, I don't see being. I mean, again, you never know. So that'd be again. They had. Uh, uh, I mean, Ozzy actually did do a little bit of WWE though. Yeah. But they've had some random celebrities over the years. So to answer Danny's question, um, yeah, Salone could. I, I don't think so personally as a celebrity. I think Cindy Lauper would make more sense for this year's celebrity inductee, hopefully. But you never know. But I still say Heyman and the ECW Wing should be the number one attraction for the Philly Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, if they're looking for a place for the Hall of Fame and they can't find it, they could definitely do um, use my storage. Yeah. <laughs> You're going with that. It'll be be a great start, and and they can help me pay for the service too. Um, so if they're gonna have an ECW wing, does that mean um Big Show and Bobby Lashley could be inducted there? Ah, why did I have a feeling you're gonna say something like that? (laughs) Um, no, this is the ECW original. Oh, okay. You said ECW, and 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 I just thought I just thought about like the greatest tag team um heavyweight champions of ECW. Big Show and Bobby Lashley. I would wonder though if if they actually would allow Taz to go in. I think so. I think they would have to um just just ask send a, a letter or a fax asking permission and Tony Khan and Tony Khan would have to wait. Well, well, thank since you brought that up, the let's let's rewind back to the Cody Rhodes special that's going to air this Monday. The Young yes. Bucks are on it. I heard Young Bucks and Omega. Yeah, they had to get uh, um, waived to be um, get permission to be on it. But yeah, and Cody Rhodes said that he he didn't want to skip it, skip that part of his life. He didn't want to act like, like, like give hints and let people think. Oh, like, oh, we know what you're talking about. No, he wanted to go straight into it, and he got permission from it from both sides. So, like I said, this is gonna be like definitely worth the eleven ninety nine. All right, it is. Yeah, I think, like, yeah. I'm sorry. I know, I know you're going to the next thing. I was just saying that it, it because they allowed him to do that, maybe that the ta- having Taz in there would actually work. Yeah. As I said, any, anything's possible now if you act nicely. True. <laughs> um, okay, I, I guess this the, the way I wanted to end the show, I guess, is gonna, it's going to probably turn me heel. And, and <laughs> um, Let's talk about Ellie Knight. Um, I'm a big fan of Ellie Knight before anybody says anything. I love the uh, Yeah. I love his look. I love his his promos. I love the way he talks. I love the catchphrases. But what what is it that people like about Ellie Knight? Like why do people want him to get the title? Like me. Like I thought about this. I've heard other people say it like like this this it's out of your, your four Ellie Knight. Or you're totally against him, like uh, Kevin Nash. Like, just people just see him as a copycat, or they just don't see the big thing. So, I'm saying, besides the yeah, and the cool catchphrases, and the promos, and all of that, he hasn't had a, a bang of a match. He does kind of have a losing streak. So, what, besides him saying yeah, or is that the only reason people want him to have a title shot? I mean, I'll give you a good uh, reason why I like L.A. Knight. Now, me, again, I know of him as Eli Drake. Okay. Going back 
his TNA stuff, I'm not, I know some TNA stuff that he did. There were some interesting things that are on there. If you go back and see his in-ring promos and see some of his matches. Um, his, his work in NWA is what really got my attention with him. Like, I was like, damn, this guy is actually pretty freaking good. Like, I was, I was watching NWA, and this is pre-COVID. This is how far back, we're talking like 2019, when NWA Power was weekly on a, on um, YouTube. Right. Eddie Kingston on there. Outlander, Zicky Dice. Ricky Starks, Homicide, Ma- um, I almost said Magnus, uh, <laughs> Nick Aldis, you know, all these guys on there, and it was a great show, and I remember Eli Drake cutting week after week, promo after promo, and I'm like, this is a guy that's, this guy's fucking good, this guy, is, this guy can talk, he got signed to NXT, they made him LA night. His feud with Graham and Grimes, with, with Ted DiBiase and the Million Dollar Title, Great stuff. For those that didn't get a chance to see it, I would advise if you try and look that up um, on Peacock, you can find it relatively easily. Just type in um, uh, Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has a lot of matches, so it's easier to type that, that way. So it's probably yeah. nice. Anyway, um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, so no, like what, what you're and, saying, what you're saying, I agree because I, 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 I well, like his stuff from the other companies too. Not yet. Huh? I'm still going. <laughs> but no, I I'm, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to cut you off. But like I said, you gave good reasons. But let's be for real. A lot of WWE fans don't watch anything else. Like the real hardcore fans, yeah, they know exactly about what you're talking about. But a, a lot, a, a big part of them only know what they see on Peacock and on, on Fox and USA, and that's it. So they only know LA Knight from NXT, and that's it. And they're treating this guy like. The Rock's son. So right. I'm well, just, the thing I'm, with LA, I agree with you. He hasn't had a banger of a match yet. Yeah. He hasn't had outside of his feud with Cameron Grimes. That's the one I always keep going back to. <laughs> we got. Mark, I'm gonna cut you off again. Wait, just to let you know that um, we have a special guest. It's not really special, but um, <laughs> he's he's only like 42 minutes late. But let's welcome Raymond. Oh my god, the heel of the show is back. <laughs> Hello, Raymond. Hello. I had to drop it. I said, you know what? I think they may be on still. Let me just kind of surprise them. Um, yeah, we're, we're about to wrap up the show, but we're ending with a very touchy um, subject. Um, well, I'm going to give the, the mic back to um, Mark. But then you could jump in if you want. Um, the the big discussion right now is LA Knight. Why do people like him if he hasn't had a great match yet? Besides having some great promos and only what we know about his career in WWE, we can't talk about his great stuff from Impact, NWA, and all that great stuff. Mark talked about it already, but not that many people know about that part. All they know is about him saying "Yeah," and they think he, he's God or close to God, and he should get. He should be the new tribal chief. He should be the new world champion. He should be the new United States champion. He Give him all the belts. Why? If he hasn't really done anything. So, yeah, it's a, it's a touchy, touchy subject. I guess I was trying to become the heel since you wasn't here. But, um, Mark. <laughs> yeah, let me, yeah, let me finish what I was going. And Raymond can jump in. Um, you know, I was saying, Hector, you're right. He hasn't had a bang on that yet. And... They really, if you look at it, look at the few that LA Knight has had since he came up to the main roster. First off, they made him Max Dupree. Automatically off the bat, he was in a spot that you could tell he was just making the best he could. Excuse me, making the best he could. Once he became LA Knight again, they slowly brought him in, and they had him through the Bray Wyatt. Everybody was wondering why somebody like him with Bray Wyatt. Because of Bray Wyatt's uniqueness and the character. LA Knight's got the personality, the ability to connect with the audience enough to where even though you knew Bray was going to win, why am I going to get interested? And LA Knight, in this few, obviously the matches with him and Bray were the drizzling shits. They were horrible. That freaking that late match, whatever, that was ridiculous. <laughs> um, but by the time the feud was over, everybody was, like, not everybody, but a lot of people were in LA Knight's corner because they were like, this guy held his own. This guy fucking brought it back to Bray. Okay. And again, I'm talking 
promos. I'm, I'm getting to the match part. Just give me a second. No, no, but I know I, my, my thing was, uh, if we're in his corner, his reward was a tag team partner. What do you mean? After after Bray Wyatt, he he was tagged up with um Boogs. Right, but that was only for like two weeks. That's because he was injured. Because then they were going to go into a story with that. Correct. But the thing was, they didn't give him any opportunity. I'm trying to tell you why he hasn't had any bangers. I'm trying to go in, in order here. Because he had <laughs> to do that because they didn't realize. I mean, Triple H probably knew what he had, just why he wanted to be LA Knight and whatever. But LA Knight was able to get himself organically over because the limited amount of in-ring time he had, he took advantage. This guy's doing springboards. This guy's doing very unique maneuvers. This guy's doing his freaking yeah in the middle of the thing, catching people off guard. And like, oh shit, that's catchy. Just like with Daniel Bryan with the yes. So Uncle Steve also with the what. It's one word sometimes that does it. That gets everybody. It just clicks. And you don't understand it, but you just make it work. And he was taking every ounce of TV time he got and did the best he could with it. And I think a lot of people, when you're, again, look how Daniel Bryan connected with the audience. Look at how... Um, I use Daniel Bryan just all the time. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, oh, the man, like, you know, again, you're against your boss. LA Knight, the guy that really wasn't meant to see, but he took everything he, he, every opportunity he had to do everything he could with the little amount of time he had. And everybody's like, oh, shit, this guy's pretty, pretty good. This guy can talk. Very nice. But This guy reminds of Austin. Yes. But then you see him go in the ring. The guy's built like a fucking truck. Uh, he's in great shape. You know, he looks like the guy friggin' probably has a good 10 years left on his body, at least. Because he hasn't really gone, traveled the roads like everybody else has. You know, and he's relatable. Because, again, he took an opportunity. He ran with it, and people appreciate that. I think that's why he's so over with so many people. Because not only do you have the little bit of nostalgia from The Rock, Austin is the way he delivers his promos. He makes everything mean something. He's not repetitive. Yes, he has certain things, certain lines that he'll say over and over again. But... His main uh, thesis with his statements are for different pieces, and it makes you go, shit, you know what, that guy's right. Man, I like this guy. This guy's fucking confident. He's, he's freaking full of himself. Man, he can back it up because this guy's pretty damn cool. He might lose his matches, you know, because of stupid shit or whatever. But you're like, man, you know what, that's not going to stop me from cheering this guy. This guy. You know what, I relate to this guy. So that's what I feel is even with like, not having a banger match, he hasn't had the opportunity to because you give him a chance for a banger match. You put him in there. With an opportunity, he's gonna deliver. So that's my, that's my little rant there. Okay, I'd say like <laughs> you, you you compare them to, to Austin and Brian, who are top guys, and um. Well, I'm comparing the out of, out of nowhere rise. Yeah, but I see. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think it came out of nowhere. Yeah, the Austin did his own promo on on Jacob Snake, but he was on TV having solid matches. Same thing for Daniel Bryan having solid matches on TV. And then it just picked up. But um, remember, remember, Hector. Okay. Those teams, Austin during the 1996 time, 97 time, the roster was not the Daniel Bryan at that time. Remember, he was already a world champion, but was put down, and he had to make his way back. You're telling about the, the, the no, elevation. No, no, saying ex- exactly though. He had the title. He went back down, and and it, and it came up. Ellie Ellie Knight history. We don't have really that much, and I'm, I'm only going by the, the 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 basic WWE fan, and and the basic WWE fan doesn't even watch NXT. They only watch what's on Raw and SmackDown. And when someone gets called up, they're like, "Who's this?" So LA Knight is pretty new, even though he's been in the business for almost twenty years. He's pretty new to a lot of WWE people, so they only know him as a manager, and now LA Knight, and like I said. I, I'm on the bad wagon too. I'm cheering. I'm screaming. Yeah, every chance I get. It's just. It's kind of weird. Like, are we? Are we like? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like I said. It's weird. And I just thought it would be a nice topic to talk about. Um, Raymond, anything? I mean, I'll keep it simple because I know you're trying to get wrapped this up a little bit. It's simple, in my opinion. It's the yeah movement, and he believes in himself, and he's like Marcus said, he was confident. So that carries over with the fans plus also you know sometimes the fans just pick someone they're just like you know i like them and each one person goes yes in the arena and then the next next thing you know five weeks later the whole arena is going yes 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 so yeah they, they, i think it's just a movement 
there's no there's no doubt the fans have picked him. That um, I, my whole thing was why. Um, it's just his comfort, like you say. Uh, he's he's kind of like a mixture of Rock and Stone Cold, but not you know 100 a clone copy of them. He is his own person. And he's, I don't know, like, he's entertaining, basically. I think, in my opinion, he's entertaining. His promos are good. Then he's not, how can I say, because you know how you watch a lot of these wrestlers and they, you know, they, when they perform, they kind of like, I don't know, just don't move you. Yeah. He is able to, you know, put a good, decent match on and you, you're kind of like, all right, this was a, it wasn't the best match in the world, but it wasn't the worst. Right. And um, to us, he might be a little copy or whatever to rock and stone cold the crazy part is that to a 10 year old he's not he's original yeah, but I, it, no but I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying uh, to a 10 year old fan yeah. that's watching raw right now or smackdown and yeah. they see la knight for them that's original so they, they like la knight for him not they have no idea who the who the rock or stone cold was if, if they don't watch the library of that's on peacock well, for, i just want to point out by the way that remember are you stone cold is a great example Stone Cold, in his tenure, did not have any banger matches until Bret Hart. Really? And he, this was he, he was the ringmaster. Okay. Okay, let's get the million dollar dream. And I was the heel. Oh, man. <laughs> he was the ringmaster. He was named the ringmaster because he could wrestle. Right. But then he looked stupid. And he also himself that he looked stupid. Like he was doomed to fail. But this is what I'm trying to say that when he did Austin 360 and he caught fire, he didn't. He never had a banger match. He never really had any good matches up to that point. It wasn't until Bret Hart, Bret Hart Survivor Series '96, elevated Austin to another level, and then WrestleMania 13 put him into the stratosphere and got him going to where no one thought he was ever going to go. But the fans were behind him, and Bret helped him. I'm gonna. LA Knight, I'm gonna do some so research. I'm gonna do some research. I'm gonna look at um, I don't know Ringmaster versus Doink the Clown or something and find a, yeah, a banger. Look, look at the Ringmaster versus like Mo from Men on a Mission or something like that. Try, yeah, at the right, the real freaking Dave Meltzer six star in the freaking Tokyo Dome there. Um, <laughs> but, oh my god! But no, it, it's just that's I, I that I'm, with the whole thing. Like even with the Rock, the Rock again. People might kill me for this. But The Rock was not a great wrestler. No. The, Rock, the Rock was an outstanding entertainer. Yep. The Rock, when it came to in-ring matches, you look back at his work and you see the matches he had, they weren't anything to write home about. They weren't freaking, again, they weren't Meltzer freaking special. Honestly, in my opinion, The Rock's best match was Rock and Hogan at WrestleMania 18. That was his best match he ever had. So you don't need to have a banger match to be the guy. You just need to be the guy that brings those eyeballs to the screens and buying your merch and cheering your name. That was a, that's what you need. Got it. Yeah, I think Mike. This kind of wraps this up. Two things. One, he's authentic, right? So it's like Stone Cold, he's authentic. He, Stone Cold being himself. The Rock would be himself. I think in some ways, him the way he is, although it may be some kind of parallels to those two. He's being himself. Oh yeah, I think I, I don't think I think I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's being himself. For people saying that he's copying all of them, I I truly it's it sounds crazy. I truly believe he's not copying them. I I think he's somehow brainwashed by studying wrestling and being a big wrestling fan that it's just him. I agree with that. <laughs> and listen, no one's saying that with Ricky Starks looking like The Rock. No, he's trying. <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. But with him, he knows he's not going because he's not authentic. Yes. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. So that, that's it. So, so let's. The moral of the story is people like LA Knight because he's true. He's real. He's, true he's to genuine. Himself. He's humble. Yep. He's keeping it real. I don't know about humble. <laughs> I, I don't know about humble and all, but all right. I, I was on a roll, Raymond. I was on a roll. <laughs> And you're the heel this week, obviously. I definitely was, yeah. There's a couple of things I said. I I even thought the main event of um, Collision was um, too long. Is this... Wait, wait. Uh, where's my Q-tip? I need a Q-tip right now. And not, not the tag team match you're talking about. <laughs> I, there was another tag team match last week. It was a good match, but that one was too long and there was no reason. Like, like a good example was Mark said he saw the highlights of it, which was nine minutes. And he, th- he thought it was a great match. Well, I'm sorry, a good match. 
And I was like, no, that match was like 22 minutes. And it was the main event, and it shouldn't have. It had like probably like 15 forced finishes. It was just, it was just, yeah. There, there was no need for it, but it, yeah. But you, you're talking about another match that you should be <laughs> disgraced. It should be written on your tombstone. <laughs> Once I have my tombstone, I'm just going to come and pee on it. But <laughs> I, I won't pee on it. I'm just going to engrave. Well, engrave. Engrave. Here, here lies a disgrace of wrestling fans. <laughs> no, not a disgrace. Just someone who can't sit down and watch good wrestling. <laughs> like, not, I can watch good wrestling. You know what? I can watch good wrestling. Let's get a little morbid right oh. now. <laughs> on, oh. on your grave, I'm going to come with a TV <laughs> and, and play the tag team match. Because now, oh. no, now you got nowhere to go and you have to watch it. <laughs> Damn, Hester. Wow. <laughs> Doing me dirty with him in the ground. Damn. I think that's worse than peeing on your grave. I'll make you, I'll make <laughs> you, so. I'll make you watch the match. I'll make you watch the whole match without commercials. Listen, as long as it's not a CM Punk marathon, I'm okay with it. Hey, there ain't nothing wrong with CM Punk. <laughs> oh, God. CM Punk in his bag. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, you made me laugh. Thank you. I What's in the laugh. bag? I What's in the it. bag? We'll find out. We'll find out. Right. Uh, I, I stopped carrying out the week one. Moving on. Whatever. See, there's, there's a Can story you- there. There's a story there. He had the, he had, when was the last time he brought that bag out again? I don't know. Maybe he got in trouble for bringing it out. I don't know. Is that, uh, oh, you break it up. He, there was something in the bag, and now there's nothing in the bag, and I just want to fake champion. Well, Chris, well, Chris, like, Chris, Chris Christian brought it up. Ricky Stark brought it up, so the bag still exists. Yeah, but no, Christian's saying, again, I, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast, Christian's saying that you, you're carrying around a belt that you didn't even win. Like, it's not even yours. And Christian is has the TNT belt in this possession is again, Mr. Turtleneck is my favorite heel. He really is. <laughs> and then and then Ricky Stark's showing up with an empty bag, a Louis Vuitton bag, and like, yeah, I just wanted to show you my bag. That's it. <laughs> There's n- nothing in the bag. I, I just wanted to show you my new bag. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Part. So they're all taking like little jabs at it. So it it definitely does exist. <laughs> I, I think after we get this MJF Adam Cole thing, CM Punk has to show up to somewhere wherever MJF is and let them finish their story. Yeah. I think it's going to be an all-in. Yeah, so, so many things can happen that way. I'm, I'm very interested on all, in all-in oh, and all-out. I have a question for you both. Okay. What is the bigger event of the summer? Summer Slam or the one in England? They're both stadium shows. Who do you think is going to be like the bigger show out of the two? And technically, AEW's show, I think it's all in, has more people at that stadium. I think someone signs 40,000. Yeah. They have like I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm going to take the mic first, and then I'll let Marco. If nothing big happens in SummerSlam, like nothing big happens in this um, tribal combat, and Bray Wyatt doesn't show up, like doesn't leave, like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say all in. Because I'm expecting big surprises for all in. I'm not expecting no big surprises for SummerSlam besides the matches. The biggest thing we might get in SummerSlam is a, a new world heavyweight champion. Besides that, the, the lineup, they're matches, but I feel like there's a reason why the next pay-per-view is called Payback. It's going to be a bunch of rematches of SummerSlam. So basically, we're not going to get no real answers, and it's just going to be a rematch at, at Payback. So all I'm seeing is maybe... we. I don't know if it's going to be Finn or Damien as the new champions and Judgment Day takes over all the belts, as many belts as they could get. But um, I also. But all in, I'm just, I keep on hearing rumors of different surprises, but not one match has been stated. They haven't even stated if it's going to be a pay-per-view or whatever because they have two big shows back-to-back a week apart. So is there going to be a special package that we order both of them or do we have to pay $50 for each one, which is crazy? Um, so yeah, so, so how, besides it's going to be almost 80,000 people, we, we can't compare it to SummerSlam until they start announcing some matches, but, um, but I, I, from right now, I think it's going to be all in just because I think they're going to go all in to, to wow people. Mark? Ah, the question, the question, the question. 
Um, personally, I think from attendance standpoint, AEW is going to be the bigger show. But the, the what, what people are going to talk about when it comes to mainstream, when it comes to wrestling in general, it's going to be SummerSlam. You know, granted, AEW might have might even have the better show, but it's still a WWE world or a WWE town. Like all it's going to take is something big to happen in that main event or having something, somebody just randomly appear like a Cena or an Undertaker or a Bray or whatever. And that'd be automatically getting the most attention. AEW might be able to pull a hundred thousand fans, which is fucking impressive. But WWE will still, is still the champ in town. Yeah. Like I said, let me do if If they have like a special guest, if Cena shows up, if the rock shows up, um, Bray Wyatt shows up, they they have a good chance. The lineup, it, it's a good, it's an okay lineup. It's not. Oh my god, I can't wait for SummerSlam lineup. Um, and let's not forget about Logan Paul doing some kind of flip and four million people watching that little clip on YouTube. <laughs> but um, there's yeah. a follow up. Go Raymond. Follow up. So if AEW, if their show is considered a typical AEW pay per view show, long as hell, and maybe okay. Yes, they got 70,000 people in there, but it's okay. Is that a kind of nail in the coffin for AEW, meaning that, you know, they couldn't attract good matches, or they can't put a good show together for that big of a crowd? I think the only negative thing of AEW pay-per-view shows are they're too long. I think that some of those matches could be skipped. They should do them on, on, on a pre-show or something. But um, I, don't, I, don't, I, have, I have no complaints of any pay-per-view of AEW. I've ordered all of them. I watch all of them. I'm happy with what I see. But yeah, besides it being the midnight the main event starting around eleven thirty or something, like what the hell? Thank God I don't go to work early mo- Monday mornings. So but um You're lucky. Yeah. Um yeah. They, they they have they their their pay per views are really good. So it's not an average show. Just I just wish they were cutting shorten the time. So, uh, Mark. Wait, what, what? What's your question? You you went on for a while. So, yeah. Yeah, so AEW. So if AEW does a, a a regular type of AEW show, nothing really spectacular about it. Not let's say WrestleMania level. We'll say. Do you think that that that's kind of like the first cough, nail in the coffin for AEW because they cannot produce a great show for seventy five thousand? Granted, don't get me wrong. They're going to produce. I'm sure they can produce a good show. It's going to be a good show. But if it's not WrestleMania level, is this kind of like maybe the beginning Listen, of something I'm, bad? I, I don't I don't think that's the case. I think even if the show is not the greatest, the fact they were able to sell that that's the thing. It's all about tickets, what's being sold. The success or failure of this show, to me, is what happens afterwards. Not the show in Chicago the week later or whatever. I think it's Chicago United Center. Um, my See, thing would be yeah, what the ticket sales are going to be for future tapings and live shows and stuff. I think that's the telltale post show. Like, I don't think you'll actually know what the effect's going to be until weeks later down the road and next pay per views and stuff. Um, yeah, it, it would it would behoove them to put on a damn good show for this, you know, overseas crowd because they're going to be hot. You know how it is in, in out of the country in, in England and. Look at Puerto Rico and all that. Like people, they love their wrestling. They love to cheer. They don't get this shit every day. Especially if Goldberg shows up. Oh my god, <laughs> Hector, Hector, Hector! You're really trying to irritate the uh, the masses, aren't you? No, but I'm saying those are, those are like kind of the rumors of of who could show up. So why? I don't know. I'm just saying. You you you. I'm. Exp- it's in the name. It's in the title. They're going all in, and then next week they're going to go all out. <laughs> they're going to try to attract every wrestling fan they can think of. So, um, we, we're going over an hour, so let's kind of cut this short. But um, let's say, for example, Collision, we have the big tag team match. I, I don't want it to happen, but what happens if the big breakup happens at Collision, and then at All In, we have Adam Cole versus MJF as the main event, and then All Out the winner faces CM Punk since it's in Chicago. But that that just popped in my head right now, but I don't know. 
Mm. Mm. Okay. Interesting. I'll give you that. Interesting. Uh, oh I mean, my God. Raymond is interested in AEW. Wait, hold on. Uh, listen, the, the, you want to dance off first, though. Before they actually, <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. He wants to dance, dance off. The dance off was the awesome. Okay, anyway. You sick freak. You sick freak, Raymond. <laughs> How did I become the heel in all this? Because you want the dancing. Anyway. You want the two guys to do the dance off, and then you want Adam Cole to come listen. out of nowhere with his. You, you, you're telling me you didn't like the fact that his head was popping out of this guy's head between his legs over there? You didn't like that? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't believe you even said that. No, Raymond. I did not like when the guy put his head through the other guy's legs. No. Oh, okay. And then he posed. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. I didn't like it either. That's okay. I thought it was funny. He ended with, I didn't like it either. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We see what you like, Raymond. You sick freak. <laughs> Listen, what I do is my own business. That's, go for it. <laughs> exactly. We go support all types of lifestyles on this it, podcast. It, 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 is, it, is, it is 2023. You do what you want. As long as you wash your hands when you're finished, we're good. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> we're still talking about wrestling, right? Hey, yeah, because <laughs> we, we can't stop part. talking about wrestling. So we're gonna wrap it up. Um, Raymond, any shout outs? Uh, Cricket Wireless, because I met mommy this past week on Monday at Cricket Wireless. So shout out to Cricket Wireless for that. And then, of course, I give kids the world. Check them out on Facebook and Parts of Reality. They do a special event coming up at the end of the year. Definitely worthwhile. Mark, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna shout out my friend Tom. He got married on Saturday at the wedding. Big AEW fan. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, and that's pretty much it. Really? That's it? I let well, you go yeah, first. Because you know, I just gave my friend a, a congratulatory shout out for getting married. I, I think I, I think I had a good shout out. No, you did, but you, you always get mad when I, I, I take Wrestling Universe. That's why. Yeah, because I, didn't want, I knew you were going to say Wrestling Universe. That's I, why I, I, I have more that. shout outs. But yeah, Wrestling Universe, located in Queens. They have a great um, Hardy Boys um, appearance coming up soon. And a big shout My out birthday. to. <laughs> and a big shout out to Lucharitos. Uh, great Mexican food with a wrestling theme, located in Long Island. And that's it, guys. It's a wrap. Be safe. See you guys around. Until next time. You're. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.